And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is bad decisions. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can always use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so continuing our saga of uh, the the ever ever evolving laser engraving situation and working on trying to get cut up caught up, excuse me, from uh, Black Friday through Cyber Monday, uh, I just wanted to do a little episode about some of the mistakes I've made in the past about decisions that at the time maybe were right, but uh, you know it's just ways we do things that are wrong. So. First and foremost, we initially started using the post office for our uh, all of our shipping needs, and we ended up doing a a system where we would use the flat rate mailer envelopes with an envelope inside, so it protects the package and everything like that. And, and while using the post office is not the mistake, it was actually a really good decision and continues to be a good decision. The mistake really was uh, how we did it. In the old days, um, particularly, and we, we changed this recently, we kind of have solved this, but we would go into the post office every day and stand at the desk, and we would label all of our packages in the old days by hand, and then we would have them uh, do all of the, the weighing and the, the measuring and all of the, the checking out at the beginning or at the end of the day, right? And when you have a couple of packages, that's not a problem, but really, we, um, we did that too long. We should have, long before then, implemented a much, much more robust system to deal with the packages. And, and so we were ending up spending an inordinate amount of time. Now, recently we've switched, well, not recently, it was about a month ago, two months ago, we switched to using the UPS, USPS click and ship option where we're able to do it all online and fulfill it all online and do all of that good stuff. And I'm actually sitting here evaluating whether we're going to be using a different platform. Something like the post office. We probably still use the post office, but there's a lot of different discount sites out there that allow you to uh, click and print shipping and the post office will come pick it up and all the great stuff that goes along with that. And, and so we're evaluating some of those pieces of software. And I think why I bring this up is even within me, who I feel pretty pretty dedicated to innovation and using the best technology out there and, and all of the things um, that kind of go along with that, I actually, even now, am finding myself a little bit hesitant to switch to the new system. And that seems strange, I think, to me. I spent a long time in you know my, my previous corporate job, I spent a lot of time complaining about the fact that we would do things the same way as we've always done them. Now, I, I do think we're going to switch. I, I think that that's kind of an inevitability. And I think most of my reticence comes around this fear that we're not going to be able to maintain um, the same level of organization that we've had in the past and we're not going to be able to have the same level of, uh, or we're not going to be able to use the same reporting system for our accounting purposes and all the usual stuff that are the usual complaints and the usual suspects. Uh, and that being said, I do think, though, that it's a, it was a wrong decision to wait this long to switch to the new system, and I, I think it's the right thing to do. And I think it's important for me to acknowledge that I was part of the reason why we stayed with the old system. So I think another uh, wrong decision I'd made earlier in the, in the process was not bringing on a more official accountant 
for a, for a long time. I we're working on in, interviewing a couple of candidates for to be our, our accountants officially and all the other good things. And I did go to business school and I did spend a quite a time at business school learning a lot of different things. But I didn't actually go to school to become an accountant. And there's a lot of things that go along with being a true accountant and having the proper bookkeeping. And we've kept pretty amazing records, pretty specific and, and explicit records of our all of our transactions and all of the money and things like that. But we haven't done it in a traditional, uh, you know, QuickBooks software. It's been done very diligently on, you know, spreadsheets and things along those lines. And I'm realizing now as we've gotten quite a bit larger and we've talked about the growth that happened, part of the process of kind of growing into our ourselves, growing into that big big kind of corporate attitude in, in some ways is that while we can maintain our customer service and our you know personalization and all of those intimate kind of workings in our relationships with our customers, there are certain aspects of the business particularly where we need to kind of ante up and get the right system for the right job. And when you're a small company, you can get away with using small company software. You can get away with not using, you know, the most expensive option out there. But, you know, there is a reason why a lot of softwares out there that are the big, robust systems are expensive. It's because they do a lot. So I think it's time for us. And I think one of the wrong decisions I made early on was just not going ahead and paying someone. Now, I will say part of the the success so far of the company has been a certain level of, of universality to my, you know, my work. I, I do the logistics, I do operations, I do production, I do customer service, sales. I mean, I pretty much wear all the hats. And so because of that, I have a very universal view. And I think that's very true with the accounting as well, because I have been doing all the accounting myself. I have a pretty good sense of how much money is going in and how much money is going out and, and all of the, the advantages that therein lie. But I think it's time for us to say, you know what, it was... It was a wrong decision to wait this long, and I, I'm looking forward to being able to bring on some help in this regard so that, obviously, with the busyness of the Christmas season, I can focus on the things that I'm best at, but also so that coming the end of the year, this is our first year in business, at the end of the year, we'll be able to have all of our little ducks in the row for the federal government, which is a very onerous burden at some times, and, and being able to have that be uh, clean and organized for them will be, I think, well worth the money that we spend on it. So that's, that's another decision that I made that was a wrong decision. I think the last wrong decision I made when I was, I mean, early on, I think, was we didn't do a very good job diversifying some of our, our relationships and, and, and some of the, the relationships that we had with some of our suppliers and vendors. And um, there are times, I think, when we are very tied into who our our relationships are. And, and that was... It wasn't a wrong decision. I think that might be a mischaracterization of it, I guess. It was it was born out of necessity. You know, and, and when you're a small company and you don't have a lot of volume, you know, you don't necessarily get to pick and choose who you buy from as much. There's a certain level of the power of the power of the supplier versus the power of the buyer and balancing that out. And now that we're a little bit larger and we're dealing with a lot more volume on a weekly, daily kind of basis, there's a certain level of, of decision-making that's going to need to go into us diversifying our supplier base so that we're able to A, maintain our quality, but B, we're not locked into the the stocking levels of any one, one group because I think it's important for every business to be able to have multiple places where they can get and supply their uh, raw materials so that in the case that uh, one of their suppliers should fail, they, they're not going to go out of business. They're not going to fail themselves. So those are a few of the wrong decisions I've made in the past. But moreover, and I think this is something to recognize, really the wrong decision wasn't the initial decision. That wasn't the wrong decision, and it almost never is. 
usually in the moment, we make the right decision. The wrong decision was waiting so long to change the way we did things. I always talk about that you need to be willing to break the thing that's working to build the thing that'll work next. I mean, I got to stand by my own statement. Like, I got I to gotta live up to that, right? I have, to, I have to stare that in the face and do it. And that's hard, but that's part of execution, and that's what the key to success is. So we're going we're gonna to do it. We're going to pull the trigger. We're going to make changes. That being said, if there are any of you out there who are experts in, you know, A, accounting or, or Wisconsin tax law, feel free to reach out to me. I'm in the market and I'd love to love to learn more about what you might be able to help bring to us and, and the organization. And if you are podcast listeners, you may have a better insight into how our company runs than uh, most others. So if that's something that interests you and you uh, you know more about that, feel free to reach out to me and, and you can contact me at sales at murdycreative.co or colin.murdy at murdycreative.co. All of those will reach out or uh, any of the other ways. So uh, thanks so much everyone to, who has supported the company and uh, thanks for tuning in. Really, it means the world to me. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic and don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns, you can feel free to reach out to us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or in contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best available whenever possible, but I do appreciate your patience. Uh, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help our little new community grow. Uh, and word of mouth is the best way to, to, to share any of this. So please tell your friends. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community and I want to give you guys what you're looking for. If you are looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, ask about a book discounts available. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.